This month marked the start of a new chapter to help drive Manx football and all those involved in it into the future. October saw the Isle of Man Football Association announce that Lewis Qualtro would be taking up the post as interim chief executive officer of the organisation. Mr Qualtro is certainly no stranger to responsibilities within the FA. He held positions as community coach, assistant football development officer and football development officer before becoming football development manager. What's more, he also oversees the Manx talent pathway in the sport as FA academy manager. With this new role, however, comes a big brief, which spans all aspects of the local game and a responsibility to grow local football both on the pitch and off it. So what are his priorities? Where are the areas requiring development? I caught up with Mr Qualtro to hear about his vision for the Isle of Man FA. First and foremost, very, very proud to take on the interim CEO role. I'm really looking forward to working with all our clubs, our volunteers, our staff, our board, our council within the role and ultimately leading the team to continue to do what we what we do down here in improving football for everybody here on the Isle of Man and making it the best it possibly can be for everybody that's involved. But um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, it means a lot and um, really looking forward to getting stuck in. Now you've been involved with Manx football for a fair few years now, I think it's fair to say, but you know, you personally, what, what qualities do you think you'll bring to this particular role? Yeah, um, as I say, yeah, I've been involved with football for a long time uh, in lots of different types of roles here at the Isle of Man FA. Started as our community football coach, working in and out of schools, going in and, and delivering football sessions and trying to in, encourage players to take up the sport uh, and build strong school club links. Then undertook a role as an assistant football development officer before becoming the football development officer and, and now the football development manager and the interim chief executive officer. So a range of different roles and types of experiences to bring to to bring to the position and ultimately i know full well that we're really really lucky here and i'm really really lucky to have such a great team here at the alaman fa everyone goes above and beyond the staff are such a close-knit team and i want to really help support that and continue that and um, to try and do our best to serve the local game and um, other things that i'm thinking in terms of what else i'd bring is a, a real strong acknowledgement to the, the role that volunteers play here and we are so reliant on volunteers this game of football on the isle of man given countless hours out across the sport from club committee members to coaches at clubs whether that's FA committee members or our board members even are so committed to doing their best for the local game and, and the likes of yourself Rob you know um, I really have a strong acknowledgement around things like great media coverage that we have here on the Isle of Man for football and it helps it helps the game and it has helped the game flourish to what it is currently whether that's you know newspapers radio stations all the reporters the photographers that we've got involved in the game a strong acknowledgement will always come from me to try and support the the work that's currently going on and will will continue to do so over the coming weeks months and years Outside of that, uh, down to business, I guess, if we want to call it that, given the fact that we've spoken about already your uh, your knowledge and uh, experience within Manx football, in your position now as interim CEO, what have you identified as the big things that need to be done within the FA to try and develop Manx football further? I think it's um, it's uh, it's a, a really good time in, with regards to this because we're, we're, we're going into a bit of a business strategy for writing a new business strategy for the Isle of Man for 2024 to 2028. It's going to be a four-year plan um, in conjunction with the Football Association. And 
ultimately in conjunction with the local game i really see this as a fantastic opportunity to get some engagement from the whole of the football community into that strategy it's football on the isle of man here is is for the players for the coaches for the volunteers to enjoy and it's it's your game ultimately and so you know can we one of the first things i want to try and do with regards to that is to make sure that we can further support like i've just mentioned before all the volunteers in the game how can we better recognize their efforts for all the years of service around volunteering how can we keep them involved in in the game and supporting and allowing players to enjoy the the game here on the isle of man what can we do to further support our clubs? I think that's really key. Clubs play an absolute vital role, the main role out there, you know, in terms of giving players the opportunity to enjoy the game at all different ages and ranges. I think it's really important as well, probably, to maintain the huge amount of growth that we've had um, in participation numbers, particularly in the junior side of the game. I mean, it's crazy. We've got over 2,000 registered young players it's incredible. We've got to keep that going and continue to work tirelessly to make sure that ultimately it's the safest possible venue for an avenue for parents to feel that they can involve their children in the sport on the island. And that takes a lot of work. I think other things that are really important as well is, you know, there might be an opportunity to listen into to what people want in terms of uh, adult football provision. Is there any tweaks needed within within adult football here on the Isle of Man? A big part, I think, will be listening to the voice of younger people and getting the voice of the younger generation involved in sort of the making of decisions around the football game and, and what football will look like as part of the new strategy. There's always loads of stuff, I think, coming as well from, um, from the Football Association uh, in terms of helping to, to support us as a county FA. And we've got a lot of work coming in terms of um, a gold standard for sports governance in, in, what, in what's called the FA County Code of Governance. And we've got some big things to, to achieve in that over the next couple of years in order to help the sport continue to flourish, really. But those, I think, are, you know, maintaining everything that we've got, Rob, but also looking towards the future with regards to our new business strategy is going to be absolutely key and having having that engagement from everybody is going to be vital. We've got some fantastic things on the Isle of Man here already in terms of the local game. Not only, as I say, volunteers working tirelessly, but things like referees. You've got a workforce that, you know, are so committed. And we've got new, younger and older as well. Referees coming back into refereeing and we've got to keep that going. That is absolutely vital. We've got club coaches that we've got to continue to support in terms of their continuing their professional development to make that environment for the sporters and for coaching sessions to be as best as it possibly can be for our young players. We've got an an Isle of Man FA Academy that um, has worked really, really hard over the last 10 years and all the coaches and everybody involved with that to give kids the opportunity to develop themselves further and to the best that they can. I mean, can we support even more than we currently do players to get them off island, get them looked at at professional football clubs? We've been really lucky. We've had, I think it's 14 in the last 10 years, signed professional football contracts at uh, clubs in England, and we need to keep that going. And similarly, we've got a fantastic opportunity as well now that we've got 
FC Aleman exists, which is amazing. And we've got higher level, you know, a higher level of football offered for our top, top players. And we've got to continue that and trying to make sure that that, that full talent pathway there is, is flourishing, as well as obviously our national teams and, and comp- competing in things like the Island Games. That's so important in terms of our representative football. But yeah, no, that's what I ultimately see is some of the key things to work on. Just to pick up on a couple of points you made there, some things that have been up for discussion in more recent times are the likes of, say, participation in the adult game. You've talked about that. And also uh, referee recruitment has been a big topic over over the summer in different areas. So in those two particular areas that have been topics of discussion more recently, what do you think the FA has to do to address any concerns, if there are concerns around those matters? I mean, there's been a recently uh, a really good um, piece, uh, a document that came and was discussed at council regarding the adult game and potentially the restructure of leagues and how that might look. And um, the league management committee headed by Tony is, is looking into um, what's being discussed at the minute and in advance of working with the council in order to help run the game and, and come back and to decide um, whether there might be some tweaks requ- regarding adult football to helping retain um, you know the interest in, in, in the adult side of the game as much as we can. I think ultimately the sort of Saturday bread and butter, butter football is really, really key to trying to getting as many people as we can continually playing football and staying involved in the game. National trends in England show that you know people like a f- a more flexible format of the game in terms of people lead busier lives now. And we've we've done a lot around over recent years, giving that opportunity to give flexible formats of football for, for, for the game. But the adult side of the game and the bread and butter is what I always call it. The Saturday game is the main stay of, of, of football. And that's so important. And referees, as you mentioned, are absolutely vital to, to football taking place on a Saturday and on a Sunday and throughout the working week. We've been really lucky that um, we've got some more referees into the game more recently, which is fantastic. And they are so committed to to the roles out on a match day. And again, I think we've got some real opportunity to, to re really kick on and try and do our best to bring in some younger referees and support and mentor and recruit and develop them to help them within the game and really good opportunity we've got Paul Hodgkinson in, in in his referee development officer I mean he's got such knowledge and experience across refereeing which is fantastic you know championship linesman in terms of his knowledge and he can hopefully really inspire and support and he has been already doing so lots of referees into the game so we've got to keep that going and that's a key part as you say and elsewhere, um, just looking at, say, the women's game, for example, we, we saw the, the Isle of Man women's team earn bronze at the Island Games in Guernsey this summer, and uh, there have been efforts to create possibly more teams over the summer. We did see the option for a team for Michael being explored, and there were efforts uh, over at Laxey as well that uh, have, aren't quite ready for this season, but could be ready for the next. In the women's game, how do we potentially try and grow as an island in terms of whether it's teams or players within the current teams as a whole yeah um it, as as you mentioned it was fantastic that we've had some clubs showing some um a bit some early signs that they really want to get involved in establishing a women's team and an adult team and um, laxi and michael in particular did their utmost over the um summer to try and 
get the team ready and that they're looking to continue. Well, Laxey, I know, certainly are looking to continue and, and Kurt my, uh, Michael Court is doing a great job at Michael United. Looking to continue that path to try and getting to that point to entering a women's team. We've got to support them along that journey and Simon's been doing an, an unbelievable job in, trying, in terms of trying to support that effort to get them ready and get enough numbers towards um, entering a side. The more teams that enter the league, the better um, for the women's game. And, you know, ultimately we've got to find great avenues to, to help support players into, into the sport. The FA Just Play event that we ran in cooperation with a women's working group, which was really good a few months ago, was, was perfect in terms of getting newer, new players into the sport trying a different type of more flexible format of the game and getting them to take that step towards more organised football. And the more of those types of events, the better, as far as I can see. And finally, just on another point that you picked out as well, um, the volunteers at all the clubs and within the, the Isle of Man FA itself are very dedicated people who uh, keep football running across the island week to week. And you say you obviously want to uh, recognise that a bit more. How do you think the FA can go about doing that and uh, recognising and or rewarding the efforts of uh, volunteers that keep these clubs going? Yeah, as I say, volunteering is absolutely vital. And the volunteers we have, we are so lucky to have them. And some of them have been doing volunteering within football for years after years. And we've got to reward the efforts as best we can. We have things like the Grassroots Football Awards that we do as part of our end-of-season event at the Isle of Man FA, and we really want to, as many people to, to recognise the efforts across the different categories of um, volunteering that we have, to reward them, to show them, to publicise it, to make them feel that, you know, that their, reward, their efforts are not going unnoticed. That's a, an absolute key thing. The FA have actually recently started a brought in a national volunteering manager and, and he, who is growing a, a team across the football association and they'll be tasked with supporting county FAs around th this in particular growing and rewarding volunteering within the sport and how best to do that and so we're going to have support from the football association around that area too which is marvelous as well as some of our own ideas around what we can do so it's absolutely vital the more people that can get involved in volunteering within the game the better and ultimately it's that which helps facilitate participation on the on the island we're, we're blessed to have over 4,000 players competing regularly within football and volunteering is one of the main reasons or is the main reason around allowing that to happen so be that coaching be that club volunteering be that committee volunteering be that all the work that goes on in terms of the organization around the junior league and the voluntary efforts that go in across um, members there it is what we need to continue to work hard to to support thank you for having the stamina to make it to the end of the manx radio sportscast you're clearly someone who has their eye on the ball at all times. Want to hear more about the latest sporting news across the Isle of Man and much more? Then might I recommend you take the plunge and subscribe to this series or a wide range of Manx Radio podcasts at your favourite podcast provider so that, in a flash, all of our finest moments take a winner's place on your smartphone. Thank you. <laughs>